0: This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Hey, what's going on, my friend? This is Dave Sharp, and welcome to the Dave Sharp Show. I'm going to give you in this episode the five-step script to close high-ticket sales. But before I actually give you that script and take you through the nuts and bolts and mechanics of that script i actually want to show you how to create a powerful predictable high ticket sales system now if you want the full video version you can go search it on my youtube but i think you're going to get the point by just listening to the audio okay Um, if some things don't make sense then of course it's because i'm giving a visual on the youtube video but again like i said i think you can listen to it and get the point once i give you the overview of how to create a high-ticket sales system. I'm then going to take you in to show you how to use the high-ticket sales script. And when you use the script, which is a script that I've been using for many years, it's going to give you the framework for what to say. Whether you're you know you're closing your sales yourself, or whether you're having somebody close sales for you, either on your team or you're outsourcing those sales, this is going to be powerful for you if you want to make more high-ticket sales close them and do it without feeling slimy grimy or like you know like one of those used car salesmen or something like that so with that being said let's not waste any more time let's jump into it talk about and teach you today something that is going to be useful for you very 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 useful and very profitable i'm going to show you how to close high ticket sales and specifically what I'm going to do is walk you through an actual script okay, that I've been using for years and that I've trained all of my sales team on and that I've trained probably at this point now tens of thousands of sales out in the marketplace to use effectively. And it all revolves around five questions. And what these questions do is allow you... As a salesperson to be able to tap into somebody's goals okay really find out um, what's not work for them and connect with them on a deep emotional level sales unlike what most people are taught or understand is much more about you working to understand somebody instead of trying to impress them and get them to understand you and what I mean by that is is that Connecting and understanding, really actually making, more so, making somebody feel understood is really the way to get somebody to want to do business with you. Most salespeople really approach sales from the perspective of trying to get the customer to understand them, right? Please understand why my product is better than XYZ. Understand why we offer these features and benefits that are better. Let me impress you with my accolades and all of the things that I've done great, etc., etc., blah, 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 blah. But guess what? At the end of the day, your customer really doesn't give a damn about that, right? And it's not that you're not important, so don't get your feelings hurt. It's just really that what is your customer interested? The same thing most likely that you're interested in. Which is what is in it for me and does this person really understand me do they hear me do they see me and do they really truly understand where I'm at so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to walk you through a script that you can use and the beautiful thing if if you've not watched one of my other videos to where I talk about the process to walk somebody through how to actually close high-ticket sales, meaning the entire sales process because typically there's an ad of some sort, whether it's an email, and then there's a tool, some sort of a video or a webinar, and then there's a phone call. Those are kind of the necessary pieces that you need to have in order to, to close a high-ticket sale. You can't just you know get somebody and, and, and walk up to them on the street and expect that you're just going to close sales, right? That's not what a good salesperson does. A, a, a full sales system, a full process that's effective includes great messaging, great marketing, and great sales. Okay, And so what we're going to focus on today specifically is the script, the conversation, what to actually say on the phone. So you ready? You ready to get into this? Okay, here we go. I'm actually um, I'm going to just begin going through this script because there's a lot here, and I want to unpack it for you to kind of begin to show you exactly what's inside of this script so um the first part is pretty it's pretty standard right you're just hey you know you're introducing yourself you're asking them how they are you're introducing yourself right i want to point out a couple of things there's a couple of important pieces that i want to just add in there as just little additional tips first and foremost using the prospect's name is really important when you're talking to them right if you're not going to use their name then you're going to lose their attention most likely throughout the phone conversation. Especially if you're on a call, somebody's looking at their phone, they may have you on speaker, they may have Facebook pulled up. I mean, it's really important that you use their name multiple times throughout the conversation. I always like to try to use somebody's name as much as I possibly can without making it awkward. The next thing that immediately in the beginning of the call, you're going to insert a little bit of quick rapport building, right? So um, what I like to do is it, kind of standard thing i see i'm calling the blank area code where exactly are you located so talking about weather talking about sports talking about family like basic stuff that's not going to be potentially polarizing offensive is a good way to just insert a little rapport building uh, uh uh you know two minute section of the conversation then what you're going to do is you're going to get off of the small talk as soon as possible. Most people spend too much time in small talk, and they don't get down to business quick enough. So it's important for you to move past the small talk. I'm really excited for you today. I also have a lot of people waiting on a call from me, or you can say have other appointments, or you can say I'm sure you're busy, as am I, so let's jump right into things. Is that okay with you? And most of the time, people are going to be totally cool with that. So then you're going to move into, first, I want to take a few minutes to learn about you. Tell me what led you to scheduling this phone call today. What did you see about us and our company that attracted you to us? And let them tell you. This particular piece of the conversation begins the process of them selling themselves on you. Part of the sales process is less, or I would say a main huge piece of persuasion is less about You trying to persuade them and more about asking the right questions that allow them to persuade themselves on why you're the best choice. Then we move on. Awesome. Now, in order for me to best help you, I need to have a really clear idea of where you're currently at there's only one thing that I ask of you and that's to be honest and transparent and I'll do the same with you is that fair right you're just establishing that you're gonna play fair you're gonna be honest you're gonna be transparent and you're getting a commitment right um, what you're gonna notice that I do is I do is as, as many times as I can I want to try to build a yes ladder so by asking questions like does that make sense is that fair are you game is that okay may I have permission Those kind of things not only show respect for the prospect, so they feel respected, they feel noticed, they feel understood, but it's also getting the prospect to get in the 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 habit of saying yes a lot, right? So if I'm gonna, uh, uh, you can obviously see how the 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 repetition of getting yeses can ultimately lead to, or at least influence, maybe not lead, right? Maybe not be the defining factor, but at least influence somebody saying yes when it comes to you making an offer. So now you've established a little bit of rapport building. You've taken a minute to establish yourself that you're busy and you also want to respect their time. And you've also sort of made a uh, a little bit of a peace offering or an agreement that you're going to be honest and they're going to be honest. So you jump into the five questions. So the first one is all about getting their goal, getting their vision. Very simply, what's your vision for yourself? If If you're selling a business or a business opportunity, if you're selling, um, you know, if you're selling a business, you'll say financially, "What's your vision for yourself financially? Why do you want to start a business?" Um, if you're selling some sort of a, a weight loss, what's your vision for yourself in terms of your body? This is a perfect opportunity to begin to let your prospect talk it out and flush it out and and describe why they're there. This begins the powerful process of asking powerful questions. Okay. The biggest mistake that I see people make in sales is they run their mouth too much. They talk too much. Again, this script is not about you impressing them with your you know, credentials or what you've accomplished or how cool you think you are, but instead it's about making them feel understood. So this begins the process. After they tell you about themselves or answer the question, make sure that you acknowledge them. That's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. I can completely understand that. Those are all phrases that show empathy, compassion, and understanding and begin the bond, right? The bond of making somebody feel like you're in their corner, like you understand where they're at. Question number two. So tell me. What's important to you in starting a business? Hiring somebody, whatever the the problem is, again, make this relevant to the problem that they're having. Give them some examples to help lead them. So again, if they're starting a business, so tell me what's most important to you in starting a business. Is it um, price? Is it income opportunity? Is it the ability to be able to um, scale? Is it getting support? Is it training? Right, And let them talk. Um, if it's weight loss, hey, what's most important to you in a health coach? Is it? uh, I just got a sniff. Don't stop. I, I'm fucking dying. I'm fucking dying. No, I'm dying. I'm fucking dying up here. (laughs) Holy shit. I started moving off. I was like, what can I do? I was about to, this buddy was about to have to take an L, and I'll take, take an L. All <laughs> like, right. I got to get this going. All right. And we are back in three, two. All right. So if they're like a health coach, for example, you're going to. Ask them, hey, what's most important to you in having a health coach? What's most important to you in, um, in in having somebody support you on your weight loss journey, right? Is it somebody who's compassionate? Is it somebody who's going to challenge you? Is it the environment that you're going to be working out in, right? Whatever the biggest tip that I can give you in asking these questions is, both lead, is lead them in the direction that you want to take them because ultimately the answers that they give you here you're going to then tie into the offer if they have objections to it so if they say hey what's most important to me in starting a business is that i want to make sure that i get support well if they tell you that it's going to be best to write that down so later when they object you can bring back and say hey look you said that what was most important to you in starting a business was being supported we have the most supportive community that i've ever seen right does that make sense all right moving on number three what do you feel is stopping you from getting where you want to be with previous things that you've tried? For example, and then you lay, again, you're leading them with examples that are, that are tied to the solution that you're ultimately going to make an offer to them at the end. Um, you can also just leave this open-ended, okay? There's no rules to this, so I want to make sure that I give you some, some, some room to play a little bit. So you can just say, hey, what do you feel has stopped you from getting where you want with previous things you've tried and just open-ended question, right? Or you can lead them. Either way, the biggest thing to do is, is to make sure that they understand the question, right? So if they, if they don't understand the question, then you want to further explain it. But oftentimes, <laughs> and these are pretty straightforward questions, so you can, you, can, uh, you can let them talk. And again, at the end when they answer that makes sense. That's aw- you're not selling at this point. This is really an important piece of the puzzle that I want to make sure that I point out. You're not selling right now, okay? You're simply intra- you're simply listening. You're simply asking questions. You're simply using reflective listening by, okay, that makes sense. I, I can really relate to that. Lots of people say that. I can really understand how you're feeling that way right those sort of statements make somebody feel heard make somebody feel understood okay moving on number four let me ask you what do you believe it's costing you and you're gonna insert whatever the theme is that of the thing that you're selling or the problem that they're having so if it's a business let's stick with that example what do you believe it's costing you financially to stay stuck where you're at in other words what are you missing out on by staying where you're at right now so if somebody doesn't understand this what you're really you're trying to establish a cost so in a few moments when you introduce a price you can actually justify that price for example if you were selling a a business okay or if you were selling some sort of an income opportunity or a way to grow their business if you would if you would say, "Hey, look," um, if they said, "Okay, it's costing me," you know, I know that I could be making ten thousand a month, but I'm only making two thousand a month right now. It's costing me eight thousand a month. Now, if you were selling something like 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 um, weight loss training or something like that, they may respond with more an emotional answer, like it's costing me my self esteem, like I can't stand feeling like this anymore, right? Which is which is just as powerful when it comes time to actually introduce your offer and your price because, you know, you always can revert back to remind them what it's costing them, right? What we're looking for right here, again, with all these questions is when objections potentially come up when we make an offer, we can revert back to these questions and the answers that they gave us to remind them, hey, don't you remember, you know, you, could, you realize that other people who are doing what you are trying to do or what you want to do are making twenty thousand a month and you're making a thousand a month. So it's costing you nineteen thousand a month, right? So this offer that I'm making you for five thousand a month to help you get there clearly makes sense because, right? If you just if you could get to twenty thousand a month, you know, one week would pay for that. One week would pay for that investment. Okay? Hopefully that makes sense to you. Now let's move on to number five, dramatic right? We're going to be dramatic with this. So their name, how committed are you to changing all this on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, right? And let them tell you, let them tell you, I'm up. Look, I'm a two. (laughs) Okay. Well, Hey, great. It was nice talking to you for, for whatever reason, this doesn't sound like it's a fit or you're not that motivated. Or of course, and I'm just being a little bit dramatic there. Why are you a two? Why are you a five? What would it take to get you to be a 10? A lot of times people are going to come back if they've already booked an appointment, they've already gone as far as to be on the phone with you, they're going to say, hey, look, I'm an 8, I'm a 9, I'm a 10, all right? And then you can respond and say, that's awesome, that's awesome, I'm, I'm happy for you, I'm happy that you're so committed, right? Those sort of statements, those sort of responses are going to be really powerful in, in establishing quick rapport, right, which is what you're looking to do. Now, bonus question, okay? Okay. This is not part of the five, but this is something that you might want to use. Name. Again, how much money have you currently budgeted to achieve this goal? Like, let's get down to the brass tacks. Like, let's get down to the bottom line here. What, what have you set aside? <laughs> right? If they say they have no money now, they may come out and say, look, I've got a budget of $5,000. I've, I've got a budget of $20,000. i have got a budget of 500 They may come right out and tell you. But if they come out and they say, well, I've got $200, but your product's $5,000, then you're going to dig for money, right? You're going to dig for an investment. You're going to say, well, that's probably not realistic in terms of what you're trying to accomplish, whether you go with us or whether you go with somebody else. So between credit card debt, available credit lines, and cash on hand, would you say that you have a budget or could come up with $5,000, right? Or you could start above what it is that your product costs, would you say that you have a a, a, an available credit line cash things that you can sell that's worth 10,000 right and then you just kind of go down until they say yes I could probably I could probably come up with that Um, you can also dig for available credit okay how would you rate your credit right now a lot of times you if you're selling high ticket products you you may have financing options or you may know of places that you can actually get people credit cards or send them to get credit cards Um, us in our company a lot of times we send people to discover okay we've got some other companies that we uh, uh, send people to to go and get lines of credit okay so anyways asking them how they would rate their credit okay and then you're going to ask them, look, if I was to write you a check and pay off all your debt, how much would that be? Okay, all your credit card debt specifically. Okay, of that debt, how much of that would be major credit card debt? What's the total combined credit that's been extended to you, right? Then you're going to do their available credit, their debt, and then their remaining credit. Now, the ex- the reason why this exercise is valuable is because a lot of times what we found is people don't even know they have credit, right? So by actually going through credit card by credit card with somebody on the phone, okay, and this is where you've got to use a little bit of carefrontation, right? I, I, not confrontation, not being a jerk, not being an ass, but a little bit of carefrontation to say, hey, look, um, let's actually grab your wallet. Look, you, you, know, you don't have to give me any of the numbers, but let's actually do a little bit of a financial analysis here with you to go through each card and see actually what's available, right? Whether you spend it with us, whether you spend it somewhere else, if you don't know, it sounds like it'd be a good idea to at least spend some time to find out actually what you have, right? Would you agree? And they, maybe they say... No, maybe they say screw you, maybe they maybe they hang up. That's fine, that's part of sales, right? But most likely, as long as, because you've built rapport, because you've listened, because you're being direct and straight up, most likely they're gonna say, hey, yeah, hold on, let me grab my wallet, I'll go through. Okay, I got a MasterCard. What's the available credit on that? Well, there's a line there of 10,000. What have you already used? What's the debt so far on that? Well, it's 4,000. Okay, we've got $6,000 of remaining credit. So oftentimes what I see, with salespeople is they, it, they believe the first thing that they hear. Instead of being created creative and digging and realizing that most people, if they have financial hardship, they have health hardship, they haven't been taking care of themselves, whatever the case may be, they're, oftentimes they're not organized. They don't know what they have. So you sort of not only asking them questions and being compassionate and empathetic, But also sort of being a an advocate and sort of a a financial um, i wouldn't say financial advisor but somebody who's kind of saying hey look let's just take a time out and actually see what you got whether you spend it with us or not can be really helpful okay so after you do this exercise with them you may find an additional twenty thousand dollars worth of available credit at which time you can move on with the script and you're likely gonna be much more successful in closing a deal because it's obvious that they at least have the money. So, moving on. Great, I've learned so much about you in a short period of time. I also appreciate your honesty and your transparency. And based on our conversation, I wanna explore some options right now and I'm, I'm thinking out loud. There's two different ways that we typically help people, right? And you go into offers. And I always like to have kind of two directions that I take people in, and that's a little bit of a different conversation based on exactly what you're selling. But so far, this script and these questions will get you where you need to be in terms of building the rapport and finding out the, val- the valuable information that you need to know without being pushy, salesy, slimy, or just straight up a douchebag. I'm going to teach you how to close high ticket sales and specifically how to actually create a system to do so. And also probably the number one mistake that you're making in actually your sales process to close high ticket sales. Now, what I want to do right here today is I want to actually show you a 30,000-foot perspective of, of view. Um, the, the script is something that I'd consider sort of like a tool, right? But if you don't understand the blueprint, then you can go and, and walk onto the construction site all you want. And, yeah, sure, you may be able to pound a couple of nails in, but you're not going to understand the blueprint of how to create an actual system that closes high-ticket sales. And that's really extremely important. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to transition over to my computer here and I'm going to walk you through how this is done. What I'm going to do is I'm going to draw out for you how to create a system that closes high ticket sales for you. And this is really going to be invaluable if you've had a hard time closing high ticket sales or even enrolling people into, to, to, to anything, right? I don't care whether you're in um, some sort of a uh, coaching or consulting whether you're in network marketing uh, whether you're selling professional services over the phone uh, if people are coming to your website and they're filling out some sort of a contact you form it it doesn't matter this applies to any industry the beautiful thing about sales training is that no matter for the most part I would say ninety plus percent of businesses this is gonna apply to so there's really three parts to any high ticket sales process the first part is going to be the ad now the ad can be an assortment of different things it can be an actual ad on facebook it can be an email it can be uh a, an organic post such as a, a live or a story on instagram whatever the case may be it's something that's offering some value with a call to action right for them to go in to do something to fill out a form to to to, to watch a video okay the next piece Of this pie or of this puzzle is going to be the phone call okay so the phone call is the second piece it's pretty self-explanatory and the third part which most people miss this is the this is the big this is the big question mark is actually the tool now let me explain exactly what the tool is it's it's the sales tool it's the it's the it's the assist right some of the best some of the best sports players in the entire world right like if you look at history and you look at some of the best athletes for example i'm thinking of michael jordan right i grew up watching jordan man i had countless pairs of jordans i imagine i was jordan out on the basketball court when i was like playing you know horse and <laughs> all this different stuff in my driveway and one of the things that i didn't realize until i was older was that what made jordan great was definitely the tools that he had definitely the skills that he had definitely the work ethic that he had but what really made jordan great was that he had some great assists around him he had scotty pippen right he had steve kerr right he had he had he had great coaches he had phil jackson on the sidelines you know what i mean? He had Horace Grant out there, right? He had Dennis Rodman. Like, he had all of these people that supported him who acted as essentially assistants. Now, they were stars in their own right, but what they did was they really lifted up Jordan. Same thing when you look at some of the other greats, like in sports is just a great analogy of this. If you look at, at at people, even some of the great business icons. Like you look at like me, marriage, for example, like I'm I feel like I'm able to be great to be my best self because I have a great partner who assists me. And and hopefully she could say the same about me. Great presidents, right? Great business people. They typically have awesome people in supportive roles. So these this analogy applies to so many different things well the same thing applies in sales so you've got this tool um, this tool can be a video okay this tool can be a webinar okay this tool can even be a PDF right but here's the here's the powerful part about this tool is that let's just say somebody let's let's think of this as an internet marketing campaign somebody sees let's just call it a Facebook ad, okay? Somebody comes over, fills out an application, and then comes right onto a phone call. Well, the biggest mistake that people make is that they try to sell and close right here on this phone call. The problem is is that you're a person, okay? <laughs> right? or your sales team is a person, right? Maybe you're partnered with somebody and they're or you have somebody working for you, or you're just trying to close sales and do everything inside of your business, okay? Good luck with that, right? The problem with being a person <laughs> is that you wake up and sometimes you're having a bad day, right? So sometimes this is your face, right? You wake up and you're just mad, you're sad, you're frustrated, you're just not on your game. And the other problem with people is that they're inconsistent okay and that's just that says inconsistent even though it doesn't look like it so they're inconsistent so what happens is every single person that comes through right that you talk to gets a different experience or maybe this person gets the best of you where this person gets the worst of you where this person gets the best of you so instead let's look at this from a totally different perspective okay First and foremost, this process that I just explained takes a long time, right? you got to go through a script to to kind of build some rapport and introduce yourself. You then got to explain the offer, and then you have to deal with objections, and you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to do all of these things. When instead, right, which takes time, I mean, now you've got to really give yourself 45 minutes to at least an hour for every single phone call. Then, oh my gosh, what if you get somebody who doesn't show up? Now you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs for an hour. So instead, instead let's look at this from a different perspective. Let's imagine that all of a sudden somebody clicks on your ad, right? They go, they fill out a quick application, right? This is all the same. They have a quick 10-minute introductory phone call just to introduce yourself and actually go through a couple of questions to make sure they're a good fit. right? I actually have a five-question script. And then once you've qualified the person and made sure that they were a good fit, built a little bit of rapport, you send them to the video, the webinar, or let them go over the PDF. Here's the beautiful thing. Is that for example we've used videos I mean a lot of people use webinars the same thing right because I want when they click on a link say if I say hey I'm gonna send you a video via email okay I'm gonna email this tool to you this video okay I want you to watch it and then guess what I'm gonna do I'm gonna follow up with you tomorrow at the same time is that okay boom so now I've got a follow-up closing call and guess what's gonna happen this tool let's just call it a video on a page this tool is going to every single time it's gonna be happy face right it's gonna be a perfected pitch it's gonna be a consistent pitch and guess what the other thing that you're gonna be able to make sure that's in this video is you cover all of your prospects objections money objections I don't have the money right now I need to talk to my spouse all of those things you can think of beforehand and list them all out and make sure that you cover them either inside of your video your webinar or your pdf so now when you call them back and you follow up and by the way when you have that first phone call with them you want to make sure that you actually set this appointment right so the follow-up is going to be tomorrow at 10 a.m you don't say will call me back after you've watched it or read it. You don't say that because guess how many times you're gonna get a call back? Not a lot, right? But what you do say is, hey, look, I'm gonna send you this information, I want you to go over it, and I'm gonna call you back tomorrow at 10 a.m., but I need to make sure that you actually have gone over the information, right? Get that commitment send them the information call back tomorrow when you say you're going to call on time and then before you go into your closing questions find out what they liked best about what they saw and ask them if they're ready to get started you actually make sure that what they reviewed the tool okay this process alone of using a tool of letting A tool do the selling and telling for you let a tool do the explaining handle the objections right because the beautiful thing about objections is most people most salespeople they think they need to get ready to get ready to get hyped up to deal with all these objections when if you're more if you're if you're more of a strategist about your sales process you can take all of the objections that all of your customers ever have and you can put them in your tool and cover them there what if this what if that again this is applicable if you want to just put something right now today you can completely change your entire sales process and improve it dramatically by just creating a tool right creating a PDF creating a video creating a webinar that, that, that explains the problems the solutions right why you're different what are the most common objections and then in a beautiful way which also takes away from you needing to awkwardly present your price on the phone it allows you to just present your price in your tool so when they come back to your follow-up phone call or your follow-up meeting they already all of that information has all already been laid out on the table in a way that was absolutely the best possible way that it could be, which was in your video, in every single customer is getting that positive, consistent experience. All right, my friend, hopefully this was valuable to you. I'm going to help you make more money, right? I'm going to help you be better. I'm going to help you step into your greatness and I'm going to continue to give you value that's worth way more than the crap that you're probably paying for out there online. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to DaveSharpShow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.